with sin and pain and suffering and futility, that is a great advantage to me as a pastor. To be called to understand the Bible and give exposition to the Bible in front of people like this week after week is a great advantage to me. It's an advantage because I can't afford to play academic games. I can't afford to endlessly suspend judgment over important matters. I can't be neutral about great realities. Not if we're going to worship here in preaching and not just tickle our intellectual fancies. If we're going to worship over the word, I will not be able to be neutral about great realities. There's simply too much at stake every week to just entertain you with trivialities and platitudes. Life is hard. You don't come here to hear me speculate. You don't come here, I hope, to just pick up on another human opinion or to get a pep talk, how to divert your attention from your problems so that you will feel better when you leave. And it's a great advantage to me to, in this context, in front of real life, suffering people, because the big truths of the Bible either help or they don't. And I hear about it. And that's good for me. It's a great blessing to me to do theology. It's what it means when you try to understand how this page relates to that page. It's called theology. How does what's said here work with what's said here? It's a great advantage to me to do theology in front of a covenant community of people who live with the problem of pain, who live with the problem of evil, for whom the truth of God's sovereignty and pain and evil are never far away from each other. Never far away from us. I now have about 125 pieces under the heading the sovereignty of God in my filing system. Many of them are letters. Letters from you and letters from around the country over 23 years. They are letters about not only the biblical faithfulness and truthfulness of the sovereignty of God, but about its practical, powerful, precious effect when the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ rules the world in every detail, including the evil and the good and the suffering in our lives. One of the reasons that I don't shrink back from teaching on Romans 9 and all of its strangeness to 20th century, 21st century, American, human, fallen ears is because for 40 years almost now I have taught and preached under the conviction that God is absolutely sovereign and supreme in all things and have found it to be biblically true and have found it in 
hundreds of people's lives to be profoundly practical and faith-sustaining and life-giving. I have seen the sheer, absolute holiness, majesty, sovereignty of God over all evil, all human willing, and all acting become the anchor for storm-tossed souls, the refuge for frightened people, the rock of stability when everything around us gives way, the hope when the most precious things in your lives have been taken away from you, the most precious things on earth have been taken away from you, confidence when the worst of miseries, that the worst of miseries will in fact work for good, it would be very hard to pull me back from this truth. One mother.